welcome to this week's episode of Not D&D, brought to you by EM World. I'm the host, Jessica, and this week we're talking about Against the Dark Master with the team from Open Ended Games. Thank you so much for joining us. We just lost one, but we still have one person <laughs> Yeah, this is the thing about doing it. Like, well, would you like to introduce yourself and, and what you do at Open Ended Games? Yes, my name is Nicola. I am, uh, so it's, it's Open Ended Games is a small company. It's like three of us four of us mm-hmm. and um i'm uh, i run the business sort of and i mm-hmm. uh, do the layout and mm-hmm. uh do con- contribute to the rules and uh play testing um mainly running the business and, and putting the layout together and produce the books fantastic great and uh we have max back as well max welcome back yeah. <laughs> would you like to introduce <laughs> yourself and uh what you do at open-ended games yeah i'm the lead uh, game designer so i write most of the of the rules and many of the adventures that we publish mm-hmm. and just um, uh, with Nick and the other members of the team uh, help of course but mm-hmm. that's basically uh, I do the you know rule wise uh, part uh, part of things I, that, that's my main uh, main thing Fantastic. And as I mentioned, we'll be talking again about Against the Dark Master. If you're watching live, hello, thank you for joining us. Please do feel free to jump in the chat and ask any questions and get involved. Uh, and if you're listening to the podcast, anything we're talking about, we'll have links uh, in the show notes uh, for you to, to click through and uh, listen to as well. Um, but before we, we talk about the game, I'd like to talk about um, the two of you. So the question I always ask people when they first come on is, you know, about your background with games. Um, so I ask what... Um, you know what your what's your background with games what was the first role-playing game that you remember playing well since max is older than me i'm gonna let him go first okay max <laughs> a very kind reminding people my age <laughs> uh well the first first role-playing game that i played uh that i think my my rpg background actually starts with not with an rpg but when you know with uh, the hero quest the old board game uh, yeah Mine too. And, and you know, your be those uh, choose your own path uh, books mm-hmm. like uh, you know Lone Wolf and uh, that sort of stuff. That world, they were my uh, introduction to this world back in mm-hmm. elementary school, and then uh, I played this. Well, my father bought me this this game. Uh, was the one of the first Italian role playing games called Catacumbas. And mm-hmm. it was published early here in Italy, and I got hooked. That's because yeah. I could create all my, you know, my mm-hmm. adventures that, that I uh, up till then I could only read in in those books. And after that, I think the it was a black box of Dungeons and Dragons. So mm-hmm. people one with a great red dragon. In, on the on the cover, so that was my my start basically. Okay, uh, and, and what about for you as well? Sorry, no worries. For me, it was um, so I my, my my older brother. He he is four years older than me. He started playing in middle school, and I was very uh, interested in what he was doing, despite him locking the door and not letting me in. <laughs> Classic older brother, but, yeah. <laughs> And um and uh, so eventually he passed me down the the big black box of Dungeons and Dragons the one with the big, big dragon on the front and the mind salt adventure starting adventure inside and yeah. 
it eventually yeah, picked up from there. We we he bought all the games and he eventually gave it to me and and uh, I started from there and and then I transitioned to D and D Advanced Second Edition, the three books, and then uh, um, moved to three point five, three and three point five when the the hobby was getting a little less uh, momentum that it has now. At the mm-hmm. time, and I was invited to uh, play in a in a in a party with a. Uh, our uh, uh, lead artist in the project, Tommaso, and uh, he was he was playing role, role master, and he brought me in the role master, um, and that's when I learned the D hundred kind of system playing with him. So, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we we met me and Nicola. We met through Tommaso, so a mutual friend, and uh, I, I met Tommaso through role master as well. So we met playing and arguing online on which edition was better and things like that and <laughs> you know usual stuff <laughs> and yes. and then we things brought thing basically and and uh, and we had, ended up uh, first playing together and then we decided mm-hmm. to to create your, uh, our own system basically our own game great well that's that's a that's a great segue to talk about it so let's let's talk about uh, against the dark master so i think you mentioned before it is a d100 system um and is it fair to say quite heavily in, inspired or like a, a bit of a love letter to middle earth role playing game is that fair yes yes uh, uh we uh, we old members of open ended games were a uh, huge fan of uh, middle earth role playing Mm-hmm. And in fact, it, that's also one of the first game uh, I played back, back because back in the days it was huge. It was almost as big as D and D, as far as I remember. Mm-hmm. And uh, we really loved that. We really loved the adventures we had. We had and uh, some uh, some of the of this adventure later went on uh, when we changed the system and maybe ported them in mm-hmm. Roadmaster. Or some even in Dungeons and Dragons, and we tried uh, a lot of different things. And so when we met again with Tom and then Nicola, uh, we just thought uh, uh, that we we need to do uh, something in in the, in the vein, you know, in uh, mm-hmm. similar to the Middle Earth, and, uh, and that's where the idea of Against the Dark Master was born, basically. So the mm-hmm. I think the uh, MERP, the Middle Earth playing is basically, uh, oh, but our game is basically a, a huge love letter to, mm-hmm. to that to that game and all those years we spent playing it. So wonderful. Yeah. So let's talk about the setting um, then in uh, Against the Dark Master because, like you say, there's it looks like there's some Tolkien you know references and things like that, but it is its own kind of world and in uh, environment. So uh, Nicola, could you talk a little bit about? Yeah uh yeah how that works uh so these so of course the setting so the setting is implied we don't we, we <laughs> never went to uh providing like a setting um mm-hmm. uh, guidelines but mm-hmm. uh, like heavy guidelines but more in the in the in the uh loose uh aspect of what whatever you know uh lord of the rings or similar mm-hmm. um heroic uh, novels mm-hmm. and high fantasy adventure my my bring with it uh, mm-hmm. um we have in the beginning of the book a source of inspiration so there's wheel of time lord of the rings uh broken sword 
there's many many sources of inspiration and uh mm-hmm. we 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 try to um uh you know create uh, a, a game <clears throat> that is not only inspired as max explained uh from merp but it's also mm-hmm. uh, provides the tool to the players and the gm to uh, create heroes that they go into this this long campaigns travels and 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 danger and mm-hmm. um they are heroes so um yeah they have um they 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 start with a, a little bit of a, a notch above the rest of of the common population. So we, we wanted to uh, immediately uh, transmit this sort of feeling that when you have your when you start even level one, you're capable of, of, of great things as you know as these mm-hmm. novels and books taught us and and inspire us. Into. Yeah, love it. Yeah. And I'm oh, sorry, I was, I was just going to ask though because I think. The, the high high adventure and the heroic element came out but what really jumped out to me is when you 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 messaged me about it was the heavy metal combat element so <laughs> yeah. where does the where does the dose of heavy metal mix into all this well i um this goes back when to the days when we played merp and the mm-hmm. other games because per, particularly in high school and uh, we were used metal fans and mm-hmm. so we always listen music during the games or before or after and there are several you know power metal bands that are in fantasy inspired like black mm-hmm. guardian or uh iron maiden there are lot, lots of uh themes recording themes that that came uh, that are basically uh merge into the same things we, we touch in the game and so we wanted to bring this back and since we uh back when we played uh we were very inspired by these songs and this um and these bands and we thought what if we tried to uh, to make them part of a game, to make them uh, in in a way uh, really come into play, and so we we tried to, uh, to to bring these memories back and 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 bring it in uh, in in the game design itself, you not know, to take some of the elements that inspired our. Uh, our games back then, and 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 bring it, bring them in, into our system, mm-hmm. uh, and so we the the metal combat is obviously part part of mm-hmm. that because uh, criticals lay, uh, are always fun when you you know yeah. chop, chop the heads of of yeah. the brand is very metal. It's also extremely fun, uh, mm-hmm. or at least this if if it happens to your enemies. It's, yeah. When, when it's happened to, uh, to, to you, mm-hmm. but um, but that's not the only way metal sneaks into into the game. Over 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 fun elements that can uh, from the from names of spells to uh, the way you can uh, build part of it, of your character on uh, your favorite songs and giving or her some passion. Mm-hmm. Uh, that are based on your favorite album or song. So, yeah, you know, <clears throat> you can uh, you can say that I will never surrender to you, Dark Lord, because I have my heart of steel, and that's uh, in you know that uh, comes into the game. And it's very cheesy, mm-hmm. 
like most power metal songs <laughs> are, but, but you know, it's, it works well and it's yeah. this sole atmosphere to, to, this, uh, to, to, uh, to the setting and the game helps create mm-hmm. a, a very particular mix. So a funny, ad- funny anecdote is that um, I I am not a fan of metal. Not that I don't I don't oh. like it. But I, I'm not I'm not I'm not a, a connoisseur or or a listener. <laughs> to metal. I'm more like rock. An expert, pop. maybe. Yeah. So I've always like being surrounded by metal heads and and uh, mm-hmm. being surrounded by Tom and Max always trying to bring me into yeah. the to the genre oh well, yeah and, uh, yeah because yeah, yeah, you are like the, the young the youngest of the uh, yes <laughs> so so the, my character always had maybe pop lines when it comes you know maybe i don't know <laughs> <laughs> why not yeah like i guess if you if not, you want to put some taylor swift Perry, in there love that you know have a have a bard called you know taylor the swift and run with it yes. i guess yeah. <laughs> no, Perfect. No, not, not that kind of pop but okay. <laughs> I mean, whatever you like, whatever you're into, I'm not here. We're not here to judge. Yeah. Uh, it's all good. Okay, uh, great. And I noticed on your website as well, you do have a, a little playlist. Um, so I'll just link in the um, in the show notes down here. Um, so if you go to uh, vsdarkmaster.com, there's information about the game there, but there's also like a playlist with information on. Um, so if you are new to uh, metal and want to get a vibe for the kind of music feel for that there's a there's a playlist on there that will link you which which is really cool to see um so going back to the system a little bit um i i've been talking a bit as if people are familiar with middle earth role-playing game but um if people haven't tried Merp before could you give uh, an overview of what the mechanics what the core you know resolution mechanic of the game is yeah well it's actually the, the... The, the core of the of the system is pretty simple. You roll mm-hmm. uh, the hundred and mm-hmm. add your your bonus. Usually, your, it's your skill bonus. So if you're mm-hmm. sinking your sword, you'll be adding your blade skill. Mm-hmm. And that's the 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 higher you, you you want to to roll high, basically. In uh, normally, mm-hmm. a result of a hundred is a success. Uh, mm-hmm. So you just roll. You just have a, to roll a hundred or more to, to succeed. And there are, you know, you you can roll a partial success. So you maybe you you can do what you wanted to do, but have some little complication or have to pay some price for that. And of course, you can fail, critically fail, or mm-hmm. critical succeed. So there are some little variation on that. But mm-hmm. the core of the game is just you roll your d hundred, roll high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, if you were, uh, as our uh, brand name uh, suggests, and since we are open at the games, there's this little uh, uh, bit that um, our uh, most of the roles you'll make in the game are uh, we call them open-handed, uh, which means that if you roll from 96 uh, to 100, you get to keep the roll you made. And roll again and add them together, so you can roll on the, on the dice. Ninety-six on, on the, the dice. dice. Mm-hmm. So you can get very high result, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on the other hand, if you roll very low, if you roll uh, from five to to one, you do the same, but subtracting the second result. So uh, that's a bit. Uh, uh, that's a tiny chance the dice will explode, basically, and uh, lead to very mm-hmm. extreme result. Yeah, which 
So it feels like a big swing, kind of go big, go home sort of kind of system where you can do really impressive, grandiose kind of stuff that can expand in that way. Um, Yeah, exactly. So I think that that matches the style of the combat that makes it quite fun, like you say, quite like metal and like fantasy and things like that. Um, But one thing that I was also really pleased to see is there's quite a narrative element in this game. There's encouraging, there's lots of encouragement in the system for you to role play your character. Um, So can you talk about the passions and drive system a little bit? So um, when when designing the game, Max came came um, you know probably got inspiration and and, and came out with this three uh, passion they call, mm-hmm. which are one sentence. This order has to um, uh, describe an aspect of your character. So you have motivation, nature, and allegiance. So motivation is what motivates your character in his endurance mm-hmm. and, and, and endeavor that he's taking. At the moment, adventures. Nature, it's something that um, it's more uh, um, uh, inside of you. Something that, that define your your um, your personality and the way you react to things. Often, and allegiance is something that it's around you. Maybe allegiance to a, to another character in your party, or maybe to a king, or your your mentor, or father, or whatever. And it's just mm-hmm. one sense. That's why. Um, uh, that was very fitting for the heavy metal and metal aspect mm-hmm. because you can choose the title of an album to decide your nature. Yeah. Um, and we actually listed few, few, uh, few, few songs. Um, they, they, they know them or album titles, and they list mm-hmm. them. Uh, so you can you can help you choose your nature or pa- or any any other passion, and those mm-hmm. two should play um, often. To, mm-hmm. Because uh, and also they're a tool for the GM to uh, sort of direct the story and, and try to involve the players more and 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 to create together a narrative that uh, it's fitting for all the players and their passion and motivation. And since it's just a sentence, it, it also it's not only very concise, but it gives also room to explore and to interpret that sentence. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, um, just to be clear from, from to just to, to clarify what you're talking about, you 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 don't have to use uh you know uh, metal songs or <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah. You, but you, you can just use whatever you want. You can just say Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can you can I, I, I serve my king and that's that's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. So even if yeah, you're yeah. not a metalhead you can still play the game. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I figured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And uh, um, also that um, comes in play whenever uh, you need to gain drive points, which is a the, no, no. Mm-hmm. This is not the only way to gain them, but um, mm-hmm. drive points are um, basically a, a reroll or with a bonus or mm-hmm. to make some effect in the game in case you you roll uh, you you roll poorly or you want to give yourself some advantage before entering a specific scene and mm-hmm. um yeah. these drive points uh as there's we we strongly suggest to to um give them easily to the gm mm-hmm. not easily but be generous yeah and mm-hmm. also to spend them generously because um mm-hmm. uh, they also um whenever you spend them you gain a points on your on your something called heroic path which is mm-hmm. um uh, like a side binary, side, side rail from from the level up, which help you increase mm-hmm. certain things that I would not be able to increase, which are just normal leveling up. So, yeah. um, mm-hmm. so it's a way to to uh, give more power to your hero by um, 
doing great endeavor said and and putting yourself on the line and 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 fight and believe in your motivation and passions uh when mm-hmm. you when you play the game so basically the uh the players using the passions can uh help the if it's gm uh break the narrative to what they actually mm-hmm. want to see at the table and also if you if you're yeah, like i was saying before if you're really if you have your allegiance to the king you're basically telling that the dm the regime that this is important to you so you won't mm-hmm. want to see uh your allegiance, allegiance to the king tested in game probably or want to uh see uh the uh, the king uh, having some kind of trouble so they can you can run and help him and can gain drive and grow as a character basically and this the players and the gm create uh, you know stories and uh, uh, mm-hmm. a compelling narrative for everyone absolutely i mean speaking about the story and the narrative the game is called uh, against the dark master so can we talk a little bit about the the role of the dark master in the game what it is because uh, i know there's a whole section on the rule book about creating your own and things so so if you could introduce the Dark Master to us, please. <laughs> <laughs> the Dark Master is the, the name we gave to this uh, Sauron-like uh, entity. It's mm-hmm. not a specific um, uh, creature or entity. But it's basically a Dark Lord, a, a mm-hmm. generic Dark Lord that you can define and there are rules in the book to do so. Um, for your own setting when you when you create your own setting or if you decide to use you know you decide to play in middle earth or in the world of uh of time or whatever you want you can create your own dark master and <laughs> this is a, a sort of primordial evil that want to uh, destroy everything that's good it's evil with a capital e so you <laughs> can't really uh, you know, it's not just some bandits. It's 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 the Lord of Darkness. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The big bad, yeah. The big bad, yeah. And is uh, you you cannot directly fight him or her because you mm. just well, it's just too powerful for for mortals. So you'll you'll have to uh, go on a happy quest to find uh, their weakness and and use against them and so defeat the armies of evil in a grand epic quest which is mm-hmm. the main focus of the game and mm-hmm. of course you can also run a, a smaller uh, adventure with a smaller scope uh, mm-hmm. but the dark master will always loom in the background because the rules make mm-hmm. so that uh, uh, the influence of the dark master will uh, impact on the game whereas some in, according to its nature so for example if the um let's say your dark master is an entity that uh, wants to bring the um uh, the the world under an, an eternal ice you know the you, you'll feel it in the game because there will be uh, less resources to uh, to find and the the ice would be growing and uh in the in the world setting as you move around so even if you're not directly fighting against the dark master you will feel the presence of the of this entity mm-hmm. yeah nice 
Um, and I think when we're talking about fantasy, where magic is always the thing that comes up because playing a magic user is, is a cool, fun thing to do. Um, I think a lot of people are familiar with kind of Dungeons and Dragons and how magic works in that. But how does magic work in Against the Dark Master? Uh, we went for a more, um, um, let's say, low-key magic. So mm-hmm. there are there are offensive spells, um, but also there is a lot of utility spells. And um, uh, so speaking of Dark Master, spells is one of the ways for, for the players to randomly bring in the Dark Master. We don't want it for oh, when no. you do a spell casting role. Mm-hmm. So to decide whether your spell uh, is going to be successful or not, if you roll a double on the dice. There is then a sec- uh, there is a table that you have to roll on to see because you at that point you okay. attracted the attention of the dark master. So right. and then the, the GM, according to specific situation that gives bonuses and, and, and penalty to the roll, is gonna roll in secret to see what what is what is this gonna happen. So maybe a lieutenant spots you, or maybe the dark master is looming over you and feels your presence only. Uh, but there is um is always to, to bring always a little bit of atmosphere mm. that the dark is there and can, you know, magic, since magic is by nature something um, uh, out of this world, when it, when used, mm-hmm. can, it can bring um, uh, the entity closer to you. Um, and yeah. uh, um, the way we organize magic is uh, um, uh, you have a, a specific spell list, the group um, then thematic uh, spells. Uh, so we call it spell lores and you have the weave of spells and um, they're very thematic. So if you if you pick, for example, um, healing list, you're gonna have a lot of uh, spells that are gonna have to do with healing or um, bring, you know, uh, health back mm-hmm. to characters. Yeah. And as you grow more uh, experienced in a, in a particular spell lore, the, the power mm-hmm. Of the of the spells we are really close. So for example, in healing, we will start by you you can at the beginning you can just heal small cats and then as you grow in mm-hmm. power you learn I, I don't know I have to reattach lost limbs or, or wow. stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. And yes. And um uh, magic can it gets powerful uh but you know I've like you know as as to as to as to grow with the character and uh, each spell can be uh, some some spell can be um, made even more powerful when you, when you move on into the game by um, increasing its power, uh, maybe increasing the target uh, that you want, and of course magic points, which is the uh, mana currency mm-hmm. that you have to cast to cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's probably one of the biggest differences from Dungeons and Dragons that you mm-hmm. don't memorize your spells. You yeah. always have access to all of them, and you just have a limited pool of mm-hmm. magic points, as Nick said, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, allows you to cast where, uh, whatever whatever you want at the moment, basically. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, attack spell, so the spell offensive spells uh, and area spells, uh, they also have um, the critical role they want. So okay. um, when you cast a bolt. Of some sort, you you and you and you hit your target, or your target, uh, and you hit your target. Uh, then um, there is a critical table, so you can you can um, mm-hmm. have a chance to really hurt 
whoever <laughs> you're attacking. Yeah, yeah, pro- pro- yeah, that's probably probably that we just we skipped on one talking about combat, but yeah, and yes. uh, uh, yeah, one of the main uh, yeah. of the games is that part. <laughs> <laughs> is that we get this um, critical hits table that we are very graphical and very metal, yeah. as we said, and uh, we have mm-hmm. very serious effects. So the combat and even for spellcasting, as Nick said. Uh, isn't just a matter of reducing your hit points to zero, and mm-hmm. uh, so every hit can be mm, very serious. Every just one blow can incapacitate you or even mm-hmm. kill you outright, you or your enemy, obviously. And so, yeah, heavy metal in combat and the fights are something heroes must uh, really think through before engaging. Uh, even though uh, we the, the heroes have drive points that they can, as we said before, mm-hmm. with the true their passions mm-hmm. that they will help them, so they are a little bit uh, shielded in in a way from the worst result. While obviously the mm-hmm. servants of the dark master uh, won't have this kind of uh, protection because they are the bad guys yeah. and. So they deserve all the criticals they, they get, basically. And uh, yeah, 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 that's that was just a small parenthesis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Yeah, I mean, talking about spellcasting, obviously that is an option, but then there'll be types of characters that aren't spellcasting ones that will be more kind of like melee fighters. I mean, what sort yeah. of character options are there? Because I think character customization was something that was important to you in, when making the game. So what what options are there? Well, uh, when you build your character, you uh, basically start by selecting, uh, by generating your, your stats, which mm-hmm. are six uh, pretty standard stuff, stats, and mm-hmm. then you'll chase your your kin, which will be to say if you are a, like a human or an elf or a, mm-hmm. which kind of elf, because obviously being inspired by Tolkien, we have Mm-hmm. different kinds of elves mm-hmm. uh, and then it could be a dwarf a half thing there are several kings mm-hmm. from which to uh, to choose and then after that you'll, you're going to choose your culture your culture mm-hmm. is basically your upbringing so you could be i don't mm-hmm. know uh an elf that lives in the forest will be slightly different from an elf that you know lives uh uh, by the sea, or mm-hmm. it's just, uh, from a human, it's just grown in a big mm-hmm. city, and uh, this would bring uh, some difference to the table. Mm-hmm. And then there are the or special vocation. It is similar to the class in Dungeons and Dragons. In there are basically uh, five, six. five vocations, six, six, six if you. <laughs> Five, five plus one, five plus one optional okay. uh, location basically. <laughs> so yeah, if it's a warrior, the fight, uh, the warrior, the the wizard, mm-hmm. perfectly simple. The enemies is a um, sort of uh, uh, healer, druid kind of mm-hmm. type of uh, spellcaster, yeah. and there's the the champion, which is a sort of paladin or ranger, mm-hmm. and the um, uh, the doubler, which is 
kind of a sort of magical rogue or a bard mm-hmm. that depends on how, how you build it. And mm-hmm. the optional class is the Sage, which is mainly used if you want a, a low magic game with, without the magical uh, vocation. Okay, so uh, you would like... Yeah, you have, have a stage instead of a wizard or the rock, like... rock, yeah. Oh, okay. So six, <laughs> six, so seven, six, seven, yeah. Yes. And he, he's the lead designer. Uh, yeah, I'm the lead designer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's your, it's your favorite vocation, bro. That's, that's I know, why I know. You, you always remember, but yeah. <clears throat> okay, so if you were running a game, you could decide your setting and like if you wanted like a high or a low magic and have some options on or off the table for your characters to kind of support that world. Is that yeah. kind of the idea with the options? Sure. Okay, cool. Sure, sure. That's Amazing. something that the group will need to, to discuss before mm-hmm. before starting game. So we we want to play and this setting, so maybe in the setting there are no helps, so or mm-hmm. or uh, there's there's uh, or I don't know, all dwarves came come from the sea or, or something like that. You just set up a few. Yeah. Uh, option before uh, before starting um, <clears throat> and what, last what? last lastly you you also sorry about that uh, lastly you you'll also need to to do some backgrounds which are um mm-hmm. some sort of like talents uh, or yeah. feats from 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 Dungeons and mm-hmm. Dragons that give little boons to your character but also mm-hmm. uh define uh them a, a little bit so they mm-hmm. maybe you are uh, well traveled, so you'll get a little bonus to your wandering skill, but mm-hmm. you can also gain some very specific um, abilities. So if you are well traveled, if I remember well, you you can just uh, m- decide out of nowhere that uh, while you're traveling the wilderness, you know that there's a, mm-hmm. a particular safe haven, a very safe spot nearby uh because you did it in that way and, and you mark it on the map and that's your creation and your uh, and you add that to 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 the game mm-hmm. uh so <clears throat> uh, even these little backgrounds add some mm-hmm. narrative you know to the game yeah okay great so it sounds like the gm has like real flexibility with creating the world like you say before the game decide if it's like high or low magic and and that has flexibility in character creation and, and creating the dark master and all those things. Um, what kind of guidance or advice would you give to somebody running a game of against the dark master for the first time? Maybe they've kind of run D and D before and they're, and they're moving to try out this, what sort of, you know, advice or guidance would you give them? In terms of uh, <clears throat> creating a setting of, of course, always have a session zero. Where you get mm-hmm. uh, you know, inspiration from all your player at the table and <clears throat> to sort of line out the setting and where where your player wants to be and what could be the main storyline and what are the things they they follow. Um, in terms of rules and mechanics, um, probably would, I would I would tell them that this is a D hundred unified system, so you use just one set of die to do all the roles. Uh, get familiar with the open-ended concept, which is very simple. Ninety-six and up, you add to your roll. Five and below, you you subtract. And um, and then you have a very it's, the, the the system is very very simple because you roll your d hundred and then you add whatever bonus you have to that. 
um, mm -hmm. you compare it to uh, whatever you want to do, whether it's a skill. So you, we, we provide um, a six difficulty role, uh, standard, hard, very hard, and that changes the, the penalty that you would have to that. And, mm -hmm. and establish how hard that the challenge could be. Um, so the D100 roll plus the bonus is always compared to something, whether it's compared to type of difficulty you want to do and, and be, um, to be successful to any skill roll, it's 100 and, and up. Um, and uh, we have we included uh, uh, something that is a partial success, which is mm -hmm. between 75 and 100. Uh, you succeed in what you want to do, but there is a complication. And that always creates a lot of fun situation. Yeah. Like you lose a piece of equipment or you succeeded, but you find yourself in a, in a, in a complicated situation. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I would say that, uh, yeah, start considering that the 100 plus your bonus compared to something. Uh, mm -hmm. The defense, if, when you're using combat, um, a spell casting role table when you cast. So um, we have a very comprehensive booklet that comes with it uh, okay. that, you know, kind of helps. Um, and th those, these charts are also at, at, in the appendix of the book. So that gets kind of, mm -hmm. um, once you get familiar with, with the, with the, with the rules, that's where you, you can go and, and, and see with the clients what you're looking for. Um and also expect a game um, with, with tables. There's no way around it. We have tables. Um, they are they are part of the game. However, mm -hmm. um, one thing I can I can I can suggest to a D and D player is that don't get scared by it mm -hmm. because uh, it's um, the the learning curve is not too steep. Mm -hmm. um, once you get used to them um i recently introduced uh, a new player in my in my on my table he was coming from dnd and um he only played dnd in his life and he found it very um easy to adjust once uh you know you play a little bit like even mm -hmm. like three session maybe to get used to it uh combat can can um uh, be very different in the beginning uh, coming for D&D. We don't have initiative roles. We have mm -hmm. a set of um, whatever you want to so uh, when you want to do a range attack, it happens a specific phase melee phase mm -hmm. happen in a specific phase um, and uh, that can be a little bit confusing in the beginning however yeah. as, you, as you move on and get a little bit more familiar combat can become very fast uh, satisfying because you um it, you're not gonna end up just to have roll hit subtract roll hit subtract. It's more like roll hit roll the critical roll. What is gonna happen? You can even take down a, a villain with a with a perfect roll since we have open ended mm -hmm. roll. So you have a chance mm -hmm. to do outstanding success and 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 take down the villain, which had happened so many times in my campaigns uh, yeah. with, one, with one error to the to the head. And uh, and that is always uh, always welcome with a lot of cheer at the table for the players when they manage to you know take down someone that you prepare mm -hmm. for long in one shot. Um, but it's it's um, it, it gives a lot of satisfaction to play mm -hmm. and and to um, use the critical table in the combat and mm -hmm. to create um, a narrative together. And probably I would close my, my piece in convincing someone <laughs> to 
and then play yeah. saying that you know you at the table are the storytellers mm-hmm. and uh we 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 provide tools to tell the story and to to tell a compelling story and you should use them all and um and you're the main character of it so mm-hmm. have fun <laughs> Yeah, I think that's, that's, that's me. The most important bit. Yeah, yeah, the most important thing is this is a game. We all have to have fun. And um, uh, we're just agents in the game. And <laughs> we have to uh, make the best of it. <laughs> Amazing. So um, if anyone's listening to this and is thinking about giving it a try, where's the best place for them to go online to uh, to, to try it out? We have Max is keeping, um, uh, keeping up with a very good... Uh, a wonderful community that we have on Discord. So mm-hmm. probably I would yeah. suggest the first place to come is uh, the Discord uh, server. Mm-hmm. We have mm-hmm. um, a very active community, a wonderful community, I have to say. Um, and it's keep growing and growing, and uh, it's very warm and welcoming. So we have, uh, you know, if you have any questions on the rules or if you're looking for games, uh, that's the place to start. People are very responsive there. Um, we do have, um, um, you know, um, a website where, where people mm-hmm. can purchase, uh, the physical copy of mm-hmm. the book. Um, right now we, we shipping only in us, mm-hmm. but, um, we're trying to figure it out a way to reach <laughs> okay, everyone else. Yeah, we, we have, yeah. Yeah. we have, we, we, we are trying, we, we're actively trying to, to do that, mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's been quite a, quite um, a challenge, <laughs> yeah. But but um, uh, we are trying. If if mm-hmm. somebody comes from outside United States and they really want to buy our book, um, in the uh, in the press revolution IPR, they do mm-hmm. have stocks and they do sell physical single copies all over the world, uh, pretty much probably all over the world. And uh, but the, the shipping costs are, are high, which is our mm-hmm. same problem now to, to figure out how to, to ship it outside the US. And also we have our Instagram and Facebook page. People can come and drop a message there if they want. Mm-hmm. But I would say that, um, um, oh, and the digital store, of course, uh, drive to RPG, which what we have max on retro rpg right now uh discount right <laughs> yeah yeah we have uh, <clears throat> yeah the link you you see right below it's a small discount on our core rules on pdf mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, you can find all our other products there on, on digital format and some of them are also in print on demand and we're mm-hmm. trying to uh, bring more stuff to all the stuff we can to print on demand because that's partially solved the problem of uh, yeah. you know, shipping all around the world. Mm-hmm. And we also, and I'm, I'm going to finish with saying, yes, Discord is the best play, but also we have the best place, but also we have, we just started a month ago, not even two weeks ago, our oh, Patreon. Right? So oh, wow. uh, people are welcome to come to the Patreon and um, um, they can find extra uh, extra material and and uh, they can get a, a um, closer um, point of contact with us if they need anything. Um, we're very responsive in all the all the these channels. So again, Discord is the best place. And yeah, um, that's, that's... yeah. 
Fab, we'll tell people to go have a look there. Uh, yeah, and as mentioned, there is a great discount on Drive Through RPG. Uh, the link there. So if you're listening to Not D and D in the show notes, there's a discounted rate. I think it's like half price off the usual Drive Through yeah. RPG price. Um, so if you use this specific code uh, that's in the chat or in the podcast show notes, uh, that will get you a little cheaper copy to give it a try and see what you think. Because uh, the best way to support indie tabletop RPG creators is to buy their stuff. Um, but yeah, um, so. We're coming up to the end of our time here, so I don't know if there's any anything we didn't get the chance to talk about um, with you know with against the dark master or anything you'd want to, to share about the game with people before we before we end. Well, yeah, um, we have recently uh, mm, finished basically our latest um, Kickstarter for um, mm-hmm. Secrets of the Golden Throne, which is our mm-hmm. first major supplements for against the dark master and mm-hmm. it came out on drive through rpg or in pdf we are it's currently in queue at the printer i think to for the mm-hmm. uh for the offset print and mm-hmm. it will have new more options so you'll get more kings more cultures more everything for your character and you also mm-hmm. come with a pretty a long uh, campaign which will bring you your charter from the first level up to the the sky, the <laughs> well tenth <laughs> level, tenth level actually, because against the Dark Master can uh, have uh, this ten level range, which, and mm-hmm. uh, it will it should last you for for a very uh, for quite a while. So mm-hmm. we're poured a lot of love in it. It's uh, it's um sort of weird uh, fairy tale Arthurian inspired uh, campaign and the small setting with obviously uh, a dark master lurking in the background and that's your charter will have to uh, to face uh, to course. save the island of uh, Avalon which is the, the place the campaign is set um, yeah. Fantastic. We just yeah, we're just waiting on the final proof for the printer, and then it's good to go. We uh, very close and very close and closing this product, so it can go on shelves and will be available. Um, you know, to the, whoever ordered on the, on the Kickstarter, and again, we're going to try to have this distributed worldwide too. We're trying. We're trying. Perfect. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll uh, keep you following on the websites to to get news and updates on that. So that sounds sounds great. Um, thank you so much both for coming on and sharing against the dark master with us. Um, really so enjoyed hearing about it and learning more about yeah. it. Um, before you go, I'd love to get some recommendations on some <laughs> other uh, tabletop role playing games that you like playing. Uh, if we don't pick against the dark master, because obviously that would be your top recommendation, and if we don't <laughs> pick D and D, because the show is called Not D and D. But other than those two, do you have any other games that you'd kind of recommend or, or want to shout out to people? Um, I recently played and a lot of fun with Dragon Bane. Oh yeah. Um, I think that nice. is a very good uh, game for um, like short short uh, campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I I, I was um, surprised, not surprised, but I was was positively enjoyed by uh, playing that game. And yes. um, there, there was, there was, and also we played Mithras too. Like that was fun recently. Mm-hmm. But I, if I have to pick one, I would, I have a uh, uh, Dragon Bane. Dragon Bane, nice. 
you know, I have a copy of Dragon Bane, but I've not played it yet. So it's sat on my shelf looking <laughs> sad. So maybe I'll have to have to give it a go based on that. It's um, beautifully laid out, beautiful artwork. It's a great, it's a great production. Well, yeah, Free League is make yeah. pretty books. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Max, yeah, what about you? <laughs> well, uh, I I have to choose, I think, the Body Wheel by Ukraine, which is oh, also okay. A great inspiration was for, I guess, the Dark mm-hmm. Master. And if you love uh, loaf, gritty fantasy uh, with uh, a lot of character development and lots of drama and lots of backstabbing, possibly, between <laughs> the character also, it, that's the game for you. And if you don't like or if you don't want to play fantasy, want something else, I really recommend uh, Don't Rest Your Red from mm-hmm. uh, studios it's a pretty cool very short uh horror weird role-playing game it's a unique mm-hmm. dice system so that would be my two recommendations to you nice i like those thank you very much we can take a look at them um well i think that's all for this week so i again will say thank you so much for coming on and and sharing uh, the game with us um thank you, thank you. Of course. Thank you so much to everyone who watched and listened. Uh, we'll be back again next week, next Monday. Uh, next Monday we have the guest uh, talking about Lethe, which is a game where you get a blank character sheet, uh, your character wakes up with no memory who they are, and the game is exploring and learning who you are and deciding if who you were is who you want to be in the future. Um, so slightly different vibe, but we'll be here same time, same place next week. Uh, so I hope to see you then. But thanks very much. Bye. Thank you very much, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye.